0: we're doing movies we're talking movies 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 so kyle hosted <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe i should have taken I, I need to take just that and it opens up every show so,
0: so kyle uh hosted a lovely christmas party last I night did. invited me I, I showed up with myself my wife and my child we had a lovely time. The food was delicious. Kyle always puts out a nice spread. You should be nice to Kyle. Try to get an invite. Try to score an invite to one of his parties.
1: <laughs> this was a little more low-key.
0: This so. was lovely, though. It was a lovely... I, we played that game Wavelength. That was fun. That I hadn't played fun. that before. You introduced me to that. We had the delicious short rib chili... We had delicious treats.
1: We were treated to a show by your daughter.
0: Carolina sang a couple songs, which She's, was great. She sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Jingle Bells. She she had been planning it in the car. She asked me if I thought it would be okay. I said I'm sure it'll be okay. I I'm think sure. Not
1: only was it okay, but it seemed like everyone participated in the the riffing of Rudolph yeah. No, the I, 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 it was a lovely reindeer.
0: time. She was thrilled. She was excited about her performance. She played a game. It was fun. I had to pry her out of there. She was having a great time. And we, I knew we were going to record today, and I, I was uh, planning on seeing this movie, American Fiction. And I said, and I, I, talked to Kyle, and I said, Kyle said, yeah, I got things to say about American Fiction, but I could tell, I could see the longing in his eyes. <laughs> I knew, I knew it. The movie he actually wants to talk about is Jonathan Glazer's movie Zone of Interest. Yes. and it wasn't showing it. It's showing only at the one theater I that I don't want to yeah. go to. But I could see in his eyes, <laughs> and because Kyle is such a good person. He'd put on this lovely party. He's a lovely guy. He does all the work. He's the up-to-date cinephile. I'm not an up-to-date cinephile. I'm I think you're up barely to date. a cinephile. You're no, you're, you are and a are. And I was like, I need to do this. I need to rearrange my plan. And if I'm going to see <laughs> one of these movies, because the options were, were, were Zone of Interest, American Fiction, or Wonka. I could tell that Wonka was not going to be the right choice. I have uh, things to
1: say about Wonka, uh, too. I, well, I'm going to go see it with Carolina. So I, <laughs> no Car- good, Carolina good. wants
0: to see it on Wednesday. All right, great. Uh, I we'll was talk right, about it I later. I was telling her, like, when I was a kid, I really loved Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. She's like, I want to talk about Wonka. I want to see Wonka. I'm like, well, I know you want to see Wonka. But we could also watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is a very important movie for my childhood. Oh, I loved
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Still good. Uh,
0: yeah, great. Classic. Yeah. And so I saw it in his eye. I saw the look in his eye, and I knew that the movie that we needed to talk about was Zone of Interest. So I went to the Century City Mall, which I hate.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm appreciative of and all of this. Work.
0: I I saw Zone of Interest. All right, uh, based on a book by Martin Amis. We'll say a few words for yeah. the, the great author Martin Amis. I've never read Zone of Interest. It's, I, it's a little more. It's a little different. The book. You've read the book. I've I have read the book. I yeah. I, I like Money a lot. That's a Martin Amis yeah. book that I quite like. Yeah. I haven't read the book. Uh, but I saw this movie. So, Kyle, what is the zone of interest? Not the movie. What is it? What is what the is zone? What is it? What is the ah. zone of interest? That's my first question for you. What is the zone of
1: interest? What is the zone of interest? That is a profound question. I don't know if I have exactly the answer because the... Well, maybe it's not the same thing for everyone, I think. I, I think that might be very I think there true. might be many zones of interest. Yes. Um, there there is, There seems to be a setup of a debate, and it's a pretty typical debate, uh, between families and and the the idea of manufacturing the ideal life, and yeah. so I think the zone of interest in this movie is very much about that dialogue of what 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 are the trade offs between husband and wife, what are the trade offs between father and son, um, mother mother daughter, you know, all, and and as the movie presents it in very um, w- weirdly tranquil domesticity and normalcy. On the periphery of this, of of what what you are trying to build, this this tranquil life, this this dream life, uh, it is built on horror and it is built on lies and it's built on um, tragedy and the uh, I suppose the zone of interest is as uh, the the zone that we attribute our our point of view to and we are seldom going to look beyond it. And so I I feel like that maybe that's part of the equation, but um I don't know what what how So what, so
0: so in your I think that's right. I think this movie is amongst other things a meditation on that, which yes. is where is your focus lie? What is important to you? What is meaningful to you? What is significant to you? Yeah. What is for what do you do the things that you do? Yeah. In what interests? To what end, right? To what end do you do what you do? Live as you live. Mm -hmm. Commit your time the way you commit your time. Make the choices that you make. For what? For what purpose? To Mm -hmm. what end? The movie is very interested in that question.
1: I do think so, yeah. Of
0: how you spend your time and with what goal you spend your time.
1: Yes. One thing that the
0: movie made me think about. Movies about the Holocaust. Movies about Rudolf Haas. Longtime Commandant of Auschwitz.
1: Yeah, the Martin Amos book uh, is a character based off of Rudolf Haas, um, and they uh, uh, Glazer has switched it to that it is the actual person. Yeah. It is the actual person so, in his family.
0: So and so we we we're gonna think about his zone of interest the things that he's concerned about the things that motivate him right Mm -hmm. that's a very important part of the movie the things that motivate his wife it's it's kind of a two-hander in some ways it's really a lot about him and his wife there are Mm -hmm. other characters that sort of percolate in and out the children form kind of a character by themselves. I don't know. There's...
1: Yeah, they, 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 we, we, we get little vignettes and pieces about what their experiences are like, but they are under the shadow, Much like their house is under the shadow of, the, of Auschwitz, their lives are under the shadow of their parents and their decisions and their choices. And I think that's very clear.
0: So, yes, yes. They are reared in the shadow of the most prolific factory of death and violence the world has ever seen. I mean, I don't think yeah. that's too much of an exaggeration no. to call Auschwitz that.
1: That is 100% what it is.
0: They are reared in the shadow of it, and it's in some ways kind of the great monster that haunts this movie. Mm-hmm. This omnipresent dark force that is constantly being perceived, although n- never really directly. No, it's all the periphery. Never it's, really directly. I remember the first shot where you're at their house, you see their idyllic-looking life, first by a river, and then at their house, and then at one moment, the, there's the a reverse shot. Reverse 180. The reverse shot, reverse the 180 shot, cut, yeah. And you see the... the concertina wire and you see the wall and you see the tops of buildings and it is a genius moment in a movie that is full of genius moments i think yes i don't know that i've seen a movie in a long time that i thought was as well composed as this movie is shot for shot it's like watching a series of Paintings. It's almost like a graphic novel. Gorgeous, Go- gorgeous in all of its, it's terrifying ways. It's almost ways. like a graphic novel in the sense yeah, that yes, there's very little camera movement, which I like. I think camera movement is one of the most overused techniques in film today.
1: There's, and they they there's do There's one
0: there's one dolly shot that I remember. So mm-hmm. rare was it to see camera movement where there were her and her mother walking through the garden. Garden.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very little movement of the camera. No, in fact, they set up multiple camera positions so that they could work seamless move seamlessly through the house in one movement that you can cut through. That I don't it. No, it's really cool. Like I I mean it's it it works by design, it works in effect that you are in this home. You are you are them like you are living in in amongst their walls um their life and it's what's eerie about it is how reminiscent it is of such a normal family experience it is by
0: far and i mean this as praise one of the most brutal films i've seen in a long oh time my a, God. Fi- a, a film that left me feeling i felt sick such a repulsed. level of disgust yeah that it was and in that way, it's a real case study or exercise in how you can evince that emotion in the most subtle of ways. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because I, because we know
0: whose clothes those are.
1: I know when she's trying on the the yeah the jacket when we uh, when know the kids are looking at teeth. when
0: they rush the kids back to bathe them out of the river. We know what they are washing off of those children. Yeah. Are people? Yes. They're washing off the cremains of people who have been incinerated.
1: When he's smoking his cigar, you get a glimpse of a fire of of always the fire. Always in the back room,
0: there is smoke and fires and screaming, screaming. Whoever did the sound design deserves deserves uh, kudos because it's like a great piece of. Ambient music or something, and the, mm-hmm. it even uses a little bit of kind of instrumental electronic music. Although the mo- the movie is mostly without music. No, yeah, uh, Mike also like Michael Levi who does the
1: score. But it's almost it, it's it's it opens with almost kind of an overture, yes, the, and then it it retracts. There is and, an
0: overture and an intermission and a conclusion, and there are a few moments of music, but by and large, not much music in the movie, yeah. deployed to great effect and sparingly. But this undercurrent this sort of undercurrent of noise and screaming which just is constantly scratching at the back of your mind it's very effective i agree if i had to choose a word for this movie it would be effective
1: it is effective it's a as you said it is a study it's a provocation it's a confrontation i would say more it's a confrontation this because what i kept seeing and why it Landed so powerfully for me. It's not just merely the horror of of history, which I think is very much on Glazer's mind. But that's but it's also not
0: enough, right? Because we all know that. Yeah, like we presumably do. we've all seen, you know, whatever Night and Fog, Night and Fog. You know, um, Shoah,
1: uh, if you have Shoah. Uh, well, no,
0: not as many of us have seen uh, Shoah. Uh, Schindler's
1: List, I imagine. Uh, Schindler's Jacob List, the Liar, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, penis.
0: um, yeah. the Benini one, uh, Life is Beautiful, yeah. yeah a lot of you know to to make a, a movie that is explores new territory does something new with the Holocaust is in and of itself an accomplishment yeah, right yeah. i mean obviously it's a big story with many parts but it's also a story that we are all steeped in yes it is the it is I mean, of the horrors of the 20th century which are unfortunately many um it is the one that we are the most told about for good reason i mean i don't don't think that's incorrect but or improper but it is it does loom very large well
1: and on glazer's mind and i by the way i need to say up front i think glazer is one of the most important filmmakers of the modern day he's only made this is only his fourth movie but it's it takes a span of 20 years but he did a lot of music videos in the 90s he does sexy beast as uh, his intro his directorial debut and then he he has filtered in of a, a, an oeuvre that is the most reminiscent to Kubrick that I can imagine with Birth with uh, Nicole Kimmon in 2004. Then he does 2013's Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson, which is horror. What a horrifying movie that is. So it's good for one every 10 years. It, so. One every 10 years. And so it's been 10 years, and now we are we are seeing his other other film. And it's a confrontation. And I found it to be really powerful, really important, because what I saw in the construction, certainly it, what, this, this is a study and a portrayal of the banality of evil at its most banal. Well, at yes, its that, most, that, it, Yes,
0: it, that, that famous phrase from Hannah Arendt looms large yes. over the movie, to be sure.
1: But what also comes to mind is Michael Haneke, who we've talked about in the past with Funny Games. He's done Caché. He's done Code Unknown. But he also did a premonition film on Nazism called The White Ribbon. Um, which actually Christian Fidel, who Fidel, who plays the lead in this movie, was one of the actors in the White Ribbon. Okay. It takes place. I guess if um, you look like
0: a Nazi, you can get some workout.
1: Uh, well, it takes place. That one takes place before World War One, and you see the rumblings of early philosophy and early German rural. Uh, engagement on those questions prior to World War One, kind of uh, in, inviting the humiliation, and then the, the but you see the seeds of it, and you see it in the te- he plays a teacher, and you see it in the the casual teachings, the the things that were uh, that were emerging early on that then festered and became venomous after World War One, that then led to Nazism. Um, and Michael Haneke has been cr- critical, supremely critical of Spielberg. Yes, and fam- those famously
0: hates Schindler's List.
1: Famously hates it and says that to play around with the emotional manipulation of such horror and tragedy is is immoral. It's essentially an immoral yeah. act. Yeah. And I think Glazer has that on his mind. But it also is not just not, not partaking in the tragedies and the horrors. I feel like he is trying to say something about our current state of ignorance and walls, insulation, that's what we do. We we find daily rhythms to ignore horrors and tragedies in life. Of we find we find the language, casual b- prejudice and violent language um when it suits us. Like it comes out when Sandra Huler's character at the dinner table, she's like my husband could have you like w- w- could have you made into dust. And it's it's all of, in in a state of their entitlement and their their sense of power. They, they talk about how it all flipped where she was the, she has now, the, the one lady was, or was her mother, I think, where she was a servant in one of these That's Jewish true.
0: homes. Well, what is their dream, Kyle? What is their dream? Tell the people at home what the dream is of the Haas family. Because I think this is important. What do they want?
1: They, they want Power. No, what do they say they want? Oh, they say yes, they want yes. to
0: farm. They, they want to get together at the end of the war and have this beautiful, but quiet they want a quiet, normal life Yes, yeah. where they farm. This movie captures something that I think is really important. I, th- I agree with everything you said. Yeah. It's about how we all, if we reflect on it, certainly you and me and anyone living a comfortable life in the West, our lives are built on the bones of people. That's just a fucking fact. Right, you know, uh, Henry Kissinger just died, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a guy with a lot of bodies. That's a guy with that's a guy with as many a bodies lot as of Haas. bodies.
1: And Anthony Bourdain had a scathing oh, quote yeah. on him, um, to, to go yeah, to I Cambodia. Mean, w- w- waged, and look what waged, he did,
0: waged a dark, unacknowledged war, carpet bombing Cambodia mm-hmm. in the attempt to kill um, a few Viet Cong that were there and just yeah. killed everyone. Yeah, brutal brutal yeah you know as brutal as anything right as brutal as anything as brutal a thing as you could imagine doing to people just going through their country and just leveling it just leveling it and we see this happen time and time and time again and it is in service of what what the huss family likes well, what he likes is actually even more bizarre to inquire into. But what she likes is a pretty life. Yes. She just wants yeah. a pretty life with a beautiful garden. Yeah, she puts... They grow and vines over the children. walls. children. Yeah. And a nice, delicious spread on the table. That's what she wants. That's it. She yeah. wants something very basic and very material that is very normal to watch and that a lot of people want. And what this movie captured, and I think that this is something that we forget because we think about the Nazis and we think about the Holocaust in terms of its horrors, as well we should, the barbarity and the horror of it. But what you should always remember when you think about the Nazis is that their project was a utopian project. Yes, yeah. They believed, truly, Truly, they believe this. I'm certain they believe this, that what they were doing was necessary to create a better world. Absolutely, they did. They, they thought that. that all of this, whatever they were doing, and yes, there was plenty of sadism and plenty of joy and like, a, you know, like that horrific conversation between her and her mother where they talk about buying the person's curtains and how I like those curtains so much. and uh, so She lost the bid taking on those the, curtains. Taking yeah. so much sadistic glee. I don't discount the sadism. I don't discount that. But they really and truly believed that they were engaged in the project of purifying the world of certain undesirable elements so everyone could have these beautiful lives. That is what they were doing. That was their project. And that's the part that I think we forget. Yeah. Is that underneath all of these things, all of these 20th century horrors. Are these utopian visions, right, that if we could just get rid of enough of the right or wrong, I guess, depending on how you think about it, people, if we could just cleanse ourselves and cleanse the world and purify the world of this group or that group, we could have this
1: new, beautiful
0: world. And they were in the process of creating it. And it certainly does force us to look in the mirror.
1: I I do think that's the intent.
0: Well, what? Is our beautiful little world built upon? Mm-hmm. Because we don't see a single person killed in this movie. No, not we at all. We don't see a single act of violence. We hear some in the distance. We hear them.
1: We don't see it. It's but as you said, we don't see it. The brutality is, I think, on a scale beyond what what we have well, seen in depiction And when
0: you watch people And you know that conversation About how to build The most efficient gas chamber That conversation happened
1: Yeah That yes. conversation And it's so happened. bureaucratic It's so cold It's so callous It's just It is presented As though it is a meeting Just just a business meeting Business as usual Organization Efficiency How they it is designed They don't talk about people right They talk no. about You know the language I mean it's translated
0: So I, I don't have enough good German To no. know but their language is very depersonalizing, which of course it is. I mean, that's not surprising, but yeah. it is quite powerful.
1: And it, uh, yeah, the, the, it's it's because of this it works. The, this movie works every step of the way because it is casual. It's 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 very, it, it, it hints at everything. And with every hint comes a gut punch. Every hint comes a realization. I think the the movie would depend on your knowledge of Auschwitz and its history but obviously glazer understands that most of us learn this stuff most of us are, uh, yeah we, I mean, don't we, we don't need the backstory we don't need we the backstory we don't back need the understanding story. because what's really crucial is and and i think i think glazer is is reflecting on this in what 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 you've been leading up to is that not only is our current present built on bones but our our ability to self-justify to adopt this kind of language to adopt this kind of hatred or to have a utopian vision that blinds the humanity of others is very much in the language of people today so many
0: lives depend right in the west and in the wealthier world on the belief unstated that some people do not count Mm -hmm. some people just don't count their lives just don't mean as much yeah their lives just don't mean as much so much depends on that so much depends on that i agree and this movie has that very much on its mind is how is is how desperate is our need to not see how, the, the desperate ignore, yeah. how desperate does our need to ignore? How desperate does I need to reduce these problems? I mean, you think about that scene in that boardroom with all the commandants from the various concentration camps. It looks like any other board meeting. It's just, yeah. well, we've got a big challenge ahead of us, guys. Yeah, this is going to be a lot. It's going to be really tough to do all this. And, of course, they're talking about transporting 700,000 yeah. Jews from Hungary to concentration camps, most of them to be killed. Yeah. I mean, they will sift out the, the, the most able-bodied men for work. Right. And they will work them until they can no longer work and then kill them too. But most of the people just be killed. The women, the children, the frail, the old, they will just be killed in those ovens. Right. That's what will happen to them. They'll be transported and killed. And they're going to be aided and abetted by, you know, the people in Hungary and the way they're talking about it, just like the meeting about the the gas chambers is just like anyone would talk about any big project that this, they were about to engage in.
1: This is why I think, I mean, uh, this is not a movie that like you go in to enjoy. You, you don't, you can appreciate, you can marvel, you can be impressed. You can feel the proper feelings. It is, you are repulsed. You're, it's repugnant. I, but but it is a masterpiece because of that. It's a masterpiece of intent. But really, it's because of how casual everything is. I just I I I really just do see how easy people could get swayed because all those other movies we talked about: Jacob the Liar, Schindler's List. You know, I mean, we can even go to how Nazis are portrayed in, say Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. There's a division. Or Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You know, it's very much these guys. Very much the same. It's good versus evil. This movie is trying to say that evil, whatever that is, you know, is very human, and I think that that's very crucial to understanding this movie because while while we can have some sort of gauze and separation by saying, oh, that was a terrible thing, and I'm morally superior in a state of being today. But that does not necessarily mean that you cannot casually go on or casually ignore or casually uh, you know, adopt language or justification for the horrors that you see around you daily and just let it just wash over and go. And it is that chosen ignorance that I think is part of the equation it's like certainly this is a commandant and his family and they're they're re- they're really at the forefront and center of these horrors happening mm. and taking advantage but that domesticity that normalcy that quotidian rhythm that G- Glazer puts you in that's what we do daily today well,
0: it's so funny right because the past becomes a f- sort of fun house mirror yeah Right, because in the present, the people who we need to victimize are the people who we make other or less yes, than. Yeah, in the yeah. past, it's the victimizers, right? We look back and say, oh, they're nothing like us. Mm-hmm. We could never do that. Yeah. We could." There's something uniquely monstrous or barbaric about every person who was a Nazi. Yeah. But there were millions of them. There were millions of them. Swayed, right? Yeah. There were millions of them, and at the end of the day... What she wants, what is so powerful about about that about the wife, is that she just wants what everyone wants. She just wants her kids to be happy and healthy and have a nice house with a nice yard. Her dreams are so middle class,
1: yes, they're so yeah.
0: suburban, yeah, right they're not grandiose, right. You know, that scene when she's with the stolen fur coat and she's like looking in the mirror, like, oh, how does this look on me? Everyone's done that. Everyone's gotten a new piece of clothing and put it on, looked at themselves in the mirror, and kind of done that little strut. It was like, oh, how does this look
1: on me? Does this look mm-hmm. good on me?
0: She looked like me when I was trying on secondhand blazers at the thrift store. Yes, yeah, Sam-
1: that's That's all it is. Yeah, Sandra Huller. Who- we um, we talked about Anatomy of a Fall. Who's probably going to be up for yeah, Best Actress? I mean, but she's, there's she's talks, having a year. Talk about she might be up for Best Supporting Actress for this movie. Although it is quite an understated role, it's quite it's quite kept to the chest in a lot of ways. But it is a. I she, think
0: I think this performance is the superior one.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean I, I, I liked I, Anatomy of I, Fall. That, that's a lot, very fair. This
0: this movie. Like Anatomy of a Fall to me is like a really good movie. It this is. is a great movie. This is a great movie. This is a great movie. This uh, is a, this is a movie that that is as effective a piece of filmmaking as I've seen in a. It's long It's been a long I, time. I mean, I mean o- only to me in terms of just the sheer cinematic talent on display only past lives for me this year is in the same conversation. Yeah,
1: there, there's only one other in uh, I know you haven't seen it but Monster is uh, is in that in that conversation, but I agree with you. Like just movies that just where the film is just
0: is just perfect. It's just so it is perfect. it's so good. It's so crystalline. It's so I love that it's an hour 45 to it oh, wastes so, no time. Wastes it no is time. lean and nasty and just is just a huge fuck you, yeah. And it's to me, it is it is very compelling filmmaking. I agree. It is, it is. I mean, credit to everyone involved. Credit to the cinematographer. Credit to everyone involved. It is. I mean, this is this is brutal. This is brutal. Gla- this is
1: Glazer. I I think he is really important. I think he's really profound. Um, when when I say that when I give the Kubrick notion, as you said, you use two words that would describe Kubrick: it's compelling and nasty. And I think Glazer is like he really has a lot on his mind. This is a movie with hate in its heart, hate in its heart, and re- and, Which is and part of why I like it. And it, well, yeah, me too. I have hate in my heart, uh, very much. I do too. I I definitely it definitely like really got me to a very negative space, but a, a, a thought provoking productive negative space. It's not trying to just onslaught you with tragedy or the, uh, the insinuation of tragedy, because it's that it builds so masterfully to a confrontation and a realization where Rudolf Haas, you know, the, the final sequence is really excellent, Ugh. excellent stuff. Oh, so good. Cause he's just so good. descending down these stairs and it's just pitch black Around him, these hallways are just pitch black,
0: and he has he in what is inside him is so evil that he cannot
1: purge it. It's like a bile, it's a venom, and it's just he starts involuntarily heaving. And I, I, what came to my mind for this was that in his last film, Under the Skin, it the the cold conception of it is an alien race who comes to feed on men it's an inverse predatory sexuality and it takes on the visage of the most attractive um sort of uh, mantis uh, 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 woman that you can imagine that scarlett johansson plays the character and by the end of the movie what is under the skin is revealed to be an alien like it, it is revealed to be other it's a ve- veiled to be monstrous and it's a reflection on what is monstrous what is the, the, what is at the heart of these things and what came to my mind in this and i wrote it in my little write up my post write up was that it's it's acting in that same way it's 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 this yeah this venom that he's like that's trying to get out or that it's so ma- the malevolence of him is like trying to have this reaction but it's he stops and he looks in the blackness, and he continues, and he has a vision. He has a vision of the present, of like this preserved. Having a vision, do you think? I don't know. That's I uh, it, uh, well, it might be.
0: It might I think, be. I Who think knows? That, I think the juxtaposition at the end is so rich. Yes. Yeah. It's so rich and so powerful and so interesting and so well considered. It's such such in, in a movie that is. It, another great thing about this movie is that it's so quiet and slow, but it's punctuated punctuated by these very kind of almost postmodernist elements. Yes. That oh, that kind of come out of nowhere and go back to nowhere in ways that are just absolutely brilliant. Yeah,
1: the nighttime inversion or the or the and the fact, the fact that night that's vision, never really explained, no. and we never really like. There's no
0: big reveal about who that is or it's, what is happening.
1: Who that is? And I did read up on it because I because you're right, it is kind of elusive because you, there is no actual evidence but of what what is suggested is it's the polish um servant in their in their headquarters um and that she goes out to litter in in the barracks or for people to find food and that that is her what i found really captivating about shooting it that way is you're almost thinking that's how they imagine a moral act in this world. Like that's a true moral act, but it's a moral aversion in the knots to the Nazis to help these Jews. And so it's filmed in this like inverse and it's so cold and nasty. And I, and I, I found it so effective. And then when they come to the present, I, there was something so haunting. It's not haunting just in the fact that you're, I mean, I've, I've been to Krakow, but I didn't go to Auschwitz. When I was dating a Polish girl, she didn't want to go. And that, by the way, totally understandable. I think not wanting to go and, you know, to this place that is... I think there's an importance. It's needed. It needs to be preserved. It needs to be a museum. But, you know, I had never been there. And it was the closest thing of of being in there that he can take you. And you see those shoes and you see those clothes. But what, what is more striking is that everybody is just casually cleaning around them. That they're going their day-to-day lives around the horror that is being yes. preserved. So you've got these people
0: standing there cleaning, probably not making much money, probably low-wage workers, yeah. right? Whose job it is every day, maybe five days a week, right? I don't know. Yeah. To go in and to clean a gas chamber right where i don't know how many people work. millions millions just unspeakable horror right and you think about how desensitizing that is how weird that is to step onto that ground every day to do the most menial banal tasks yeah just think my goodness right my goodness it's so rich it's, it's such a rich and powerful image, and to juxtapose that with the architect or one of the architects of all this horror, this just very powerful and profound. I think there's, I think it's very rich. I think yeah. it's a very rich juxtaposition. I think you can draw a lot yeah. from it, and I think it's also ambiguous. I think it's, I think you could yeah. draw a lot of different yes. things. From yes, it. But I to agree. To me, what I ended agree. up thinking about is that person's probably not making much money, and they have to, for the cost, you know, for their time right they have to step every day into a place that was the site of the most unspeakable evil you could possibly imagine and that's how they make their daily bread yeah just like the poor people that had to serve the Haas family who are everywhere always yes in the movie they just they're some are Jewish
1: some are Polish some are German they're just sort of
0: they're just in the way they're just like the dog, right? They're just wandering in and out of the frame very doing much doing whatever it is
1: they yeah. do with washing boots. With yeah. no real
0: agency, with no yeah. real choice, right? Made clear that they exist there on the sufferance of the Nazis, just as we all exist on the sufferance of whoever pays our wage, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's powerful shit. I it think is. it's a very powerful juxtaposition. Yeah. And it's pretty ingenious. Yeah. Because I don't think it's such a not obvious choice. The movie never goes to the obvious moment. Like when you go into the gas chamber, it's, it's it's, in the present. It's in the present. You never go in, in the, in the time of the movie. You never just, you never, he never, he never goes there. He never takes that path, that path you always expect of the climactic moment where you actually have to go into the concentration camp. You actually have to go in, we go into his office. Mm hmm. That's it. That's as far as we can. That is that is Everything it. else, it just lurks in the background. Well, it just looms over. And that, that... Just like the horror of the modern world looms over us all. Very so much. So does Auschwitz loom over this movie. Uh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that he... That, that lack of a monster at the end. It's like he's hacking, he's heaving. But then all that's left is this man. And it is a man. That's it. It's humanity. It's it this this was not done by monsters. This was done by people. And that often gets in our cinematic language, our cinematic dialect is a kind of division. But then
0: people call, people who thought that they were doing no, no, I the agree. right yes, thing, the 100%. necessary thing. Yeah. That it was necessary to Just them. like every person who marches into every war, right? Who starts every war, like this is what has to be done. It has to be done. This is what happens. We have no choice. We yeah. have no choice. It's, it's, you know? Yeah. We got to, you know, we got to crack these eggs to make
1: this omelet. That's yeah. it. That's always it. This this has been one of the most affecting movies I think I've seen in a decade. And honestly, I think it is, um, it's a masterpiece. And like H- Haneke,
0: brutally unsentimental. Haneke. Brutally yeah. unsentimental. Well, and it, and it really lands. So just just um
1: it's so matter of fact yeah
0: it's just here it is just here this is what it is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dress it up if you juxtapose it against the the hollywood melodrama and sentimentality of a movie like schindler's list well that certainly is a big contrast whatever you think about those movies Mm -hmm. and their relative merits
1: it's different Absolutely, it's different. Well, and and I have to give a shout out to also Lazlo Nemus. I don't know if you've seen it. In 2015, he did a movie called Son of Saul, which is uh, a Holocaust movie that also takes a different vantage point. But it is from the the limited peripheral uh, vantage point of his protagonist. The camera sits on his face and it blurs out the sides because all he's trying to do is survive. All he's trying mm. to do is go. Um, this one even more brutal than that one. Even more brutal. It's just, it really is powerful. It's affecting. Um, honestly, it, such it's, my, it's
0: such a confident piece of film. It really is such I, a confident piece. I,
1: of I, I've already, I've already told people it's my favorite movie of the year. It's, I think it's the best movie this it's, year.
0: It's going to be tough. I mean, I'm going to have to think about it. Now. There's still some stuff I need to see. Yeah, but uh, it is. And I've been, I for whatever reason I've been harder to reach lately for films. Like there've been I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's me or if it's the movies. But even when we I We also see a lot. And that even can even that can I, land. It, it takes a lot now. It takes a yeah. lot for yeah. a movie to really upset me. Takes a lot. And it is these movies that come at you a little bit sideways that can do it, right? Yeah. Because it's it's because it, you don't really know I knew very little about this movie going in, but I think even if you knew the basic premise, you don't really know how this movie is going to come no, at you. No, yeah. It comes at you in a way that is very circuitous and unexpected. It just kind of winds around this family. It just kind of coils and coils like a snake. Yeah, It just winds around this family, and you just see... Just little by little, like w- like when she gets the clothes, that's the first like really nasty moment yeah. where you start to feel nauseous. When the kids
1: are lo- like, his has a teeth
0: collection, the teeth, yeah. But it, just, it just it just he just drips it in, just drips yeah. in the horror. Because you know, obviously from the jump, you know that they, okay, these are fucking Nazis. But just that, it's like oh, you think because for the first few minutes you think oh, it's gonna be maybe it's going to be one of these more humanizing stories in a different kind of way. Like, Oh, they're, who are they? Like, Oh, you know, but then it's just the nastiness just starts to seep in, in the most just banal way. Yeah. Just thinking, Oh yeah, I like this. I like this coat. Oh, and you know, there's
1: these nice trinkets. We're having a pool party with the kids of the neighborhood. It's so cute. Oh, it's just so, Oh, it's just—it's oh, so nasty. Oh, it
0: is vicious. Uh, this is a vicious movie, and it is extremely well done. The composition, oh, shot yeah. for shot, is brilliant. Like brilliant. I said, it is—it does really have the quality of the best graphic novel
1: or something. Yeah. Where it's just
0: every visual, the geometry of it,
1: just how it's—it's in—it's in every situation. It's the outside during the day, but then the night shots are just are gorgeous but then haunting when he goes to germany and he's standing above this gilded hall of people and it's all it's kind of got gold and red it's it's beautiful what a beautiful movie honest
0: how many how many times have you thought about gassing all the people in a room that you were in
1: He does bring that up.
0: It's so terrible, but it's, it's so perfect, right? Because it's, it's just a, it's just an interesting problem for him. It's not. It's, it's, an, not, it's yeah, an, it's an interesting like, logic it's like puzzle. If, if, if yeah. I were to think about, like when I go to the airport. I, I load planes for a living. I think like when oh I was, man, like oh, I am wonder, I am I, worse? I wonder If this is a heavy flight, <laughs> I wonder how these guys. I wonder how they do things here in in uh, at LaGuardia Airport. If it's any different than how I do it, that's how he thinks about gassing yes, a room that's, full that's of people. That's it's the he same does. thing. Like oh, well, this is what I do for a living. Uh, what a curiosity. What, what, if, a, what if I introduce this new problem set? Yes. What if What if all the ba- What if all the bags um, I don't know were uh,
1: were slippery? Yeah. Would that mean? <laughs> At my worst, when I was younger... I thought of violence on other people yeah, that I didn't particularly you, yeah. like. Individuals, but no, I've never sat in a room and thought about what is the best way to properly eliminate them, the fastest and most economic <laughs> way. I've possible. certainly
0: been in milieus where I thought if all these people were sent into exile, that might not be bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'd wish them dead, but I think well, maybe if they were to have, they an had island, their own private place. If they were have, if they were to put them on, maybe a maybe we'd all be better off. If They'd we be put, better off if we were to put them on a barge somewhere. That could be, a, or like an, one of those oil platforms yeah. right like may, in water world they let, can have their own. let them out there right <laughs> maybe they don't belong here so much i've had that feeling at some gatherings yeah Never never the, the mass death one, but certainly maybe the mass exile. Yeah. So I, I can't go as far as
1: uh, as Rudolph. Well, here. I know this was a hard movie, but I'm glad you appreciated it on the same level. I, I was worried. Face. I could I see was, it in your face. You had to talk about well, this it was movie. Impact, it was impactful. Like, the, the, these are rare. These movies are rare. And, you know, for how many we see, as you said, sometimes it dilutes the impact. This one is undeniable in its intent and in its execution And it's brilliant, and as you said, vicious. I like that word. It is venomous. It's nasty. It's vicious, and it really—I mean, it—it—it laid me out. Like, and so it—it's like it's an important movie. Those are rare to come. I always think.
0: I always think at the end of Werewolves of London, where Warren Zevon just says, "Draw blood," Mm -hmm. and I always think that you draw blood. Like, if the movie draws blood, it's good. Yeah. That's how you know. Absolutely not good, great. That's what makes it great. It's a ma- draw blood. at me, that yes. makes it great. It's
1: masterful. It's great. I want to pr- thank thank you for going out of your way. You didn't have to do that, but I'm glad we got to, to talk. Anything. I'm glad we got to talk about it because honestly, I do want to put put it on people's radar. I, it's not going to be for everybody, but honestly, if you if you are appreciative of the art that is the cinematic medium and what it has the potential of doing and taking on again a curious vantage point. And probing, studying, you know, applying that visual language to it. This is really powerful, effective, realized stuff. The fact that he does it in an hour 45 and it just lays you out emotionally is really great stuff. I want it I I think it's brave. I think it's important. I wanna I think Glazer's a genius. I think Sandra Huller, Christian Fridel. I think their performances are profound and to take that on to enter that skin is to ask a lot but I think that they they all were working in an idea that this is not just about our history it's about our present and it's about maybe a look to our possible future if we yeah. if we think that we're separated from I this. think I think that this is a
0: movie that you should go to a quiet dark place yes by yeah. yourself
1: yes this is not to watch with people by this yourself. is by yourself yes
0: because I think you should ask the question and I think we all and I'm not going to I'm not going to drag us into present controversies I'm not going to get us canceled. That's fine. But I will say this. I will say that you can look at this movie and you can meditate on the recurrence throughout human history of the belief that there is a brilliant world, a beautiful peaceful lovely happy world that will exist just as long as you kill enough people and climb over their bodies to get yeah. there. Yeah. Cuz that seems to be a belief set that just recurs over and over again. That if we just get rid of enough of the undesirable people, we will get that world. We will get that world on top of their bones. And that is what the Nazis believed and that is what we seem to see over and over again perpetrated by in the post-war world often the very country in which we now sit yeah and i think that that is something that we would all do well to meditate on and to stare in the face of and to call into question our own ideas about what is good and what the obstacles to that good thing might be because at the end of the day Thank you, Richard Dagger, my political science professor, great mentor of mine. Shout out to you. What is a, a political ideology? Well, it is an idea of what is freedom and what the obstacle is to that freedom. Yeah, yeah. That is what a political ideology is. What, it's an idea of what it would mean to be free and what is standing in your way. And so a lot of times, a lot of people seem to think that what is standing in their way is certain, some other people. Yeah. And those yeah. people got to go, and uh, I think we've all seen what that, what that, um, what that has wrought. Absolutely, what that has wrought, and uh, we might, we might take a moment, spare a moment to contemplate what that means and how that plays out in the actual world where actual people have to live and die, and we might reassess. We might, we might be well served to reassess that pattern of thinking and how we might introduce a new pattern where that didn't require so many people's lives to be forfeit. Yeah. So that's what I think that this movie does. And I think it captures it. I don't want to say the best. There's a lot of movies, a lot of movies I haven't seen, but it certainly gets to the core of what it really means to have this kind of a utopian vision and what, the cost is and what it makes you into yeah what it what it means for you for your soul right if you embrace such a view so so i think yeah i think it's a movie that uh that i felt uh of a sort of deep sense of respect and a deep kinship with yeah yeah. A deep kinship with they 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 talk about the Jews being Bolsheviks. So I'll say a deep comradeship with yeah. yeah that that sense that deep and disturbing, lingering sense that that we're just gonna keep doing this. Yeah, we're just gonna keep doing this. That's, and, that and was and that was the that haunting. This is that and that this is uh, once you sort of strip everything away, this you know. This belief that, you know, if we can just kill enough people, it'll all be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh how how deeply that is in the in the sort of the bilious twentieth and twenty first century. Yeah. yeah.
1: I definitely felt it. It That's was my peroration. Yeah, that, that that haunting implication of a cycle and a spiral that we're locked in and potentially returning to. It's definitely here. It's definitely in that movie. I I agree. By yourself, dark place. Be be receptive. Be open. Uh, this is not a group movie. Uh, go, but but I do think it will benefit you to talk about your feelings, like we did today, which I am uh, very appreciative. Uh, I I. I didn't know a lot of people who had seen it, so I'm glad you did. Well,
0: it was showing a fucking theater. I know, I know.
1: Well, it was this it was or the Vista. It's at the Vista. Oh, is it so at go the Vista? To, go to the Vista. Oh. you can see it in 35 mil at the Vista. Apparently. Oh, wonderful. Well, Ben, thank you so much for doing it. Um, no, because it's, I it's I a knew. large you, you,
0: ask. You, it was a call. You you called to me with your eyes. You've got Please. you've got big sad eyes. Please
1: join me in this this no it's horror. Good. It's good. <laughs> I mean,
0: we, we go we
1: go to the movies to feel something. I I agree. Right, and it's yeah. not always something nice. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're going to see Wonka. So we can talk about that when ah, once we return. I mean, we can, <laughs> but um, what's what's coming out? All, um, I mean, all of us strangers are going to be at the century, but we don't have to do that. Ferrari, I'm excited. Uh, for Ferrari's Ferrari. on Christmas Day, so yeah, because I'm going to be gone till the 28th, but you leave the twenties. Yeah, we We might have to. We might have to We might, have to, zoom. Out. We might have to
0: zoom. Let's zoom, let's zoom. Zoom, zoom. Zoomies, get the zoomies. Um, get the case of the zoomies.
1: Yeah, because I'm going to see. I'm going to see Ironclaw. All of us strangers. Ferrari. I'm if excited for, about Ironclaw too. I'm excited yeah. for Ironclaw. I'm excited so, for Ferrari. So, uh, Ironclaw should be a more theaters. So if you can catch that in Ferrari, we'll do that. If you end up seeing Wonka, we can talk about that too. Let's plan I on doing you loved Wonka, so we get a, we
0: could get, get a little, some Wonka takes.
1: Uh well I have some positive things to say about Wonka, but then many negative things to say about Wonka. So uh yeah I'm split. I'm You're very split, split. So, okay well that's good. That's better than I expected. Uh yeah. Um but it would be a very I don't want to ruin your experience, so yeah, no, uh, I, I want you to have it. I mean, um, but let's plan on maybe claw and Ferrari, and maybe Wonka as an extra. Maybe we'll do it after the day after Christmas. We can zoom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Let's I think we can that. do that. Boxing and then, day, and then,
1: uh, and then we'll, when we on the end, uh, you know, on the other side of the year, we'll, we'll do a, we'll do a catch up maybe. And then, uh, the pitches. I got to hear the pitches. You got to hear the pitches. I got to hear the which, pitches. I got to do the homework. I got to yeah, do the you homework. got to do the pitches. That's um, one of my favorite shows. Oh, well, Ben Thalen, Dead Reckoner Substack. You're probably listening to it on there, or maybe you're listening to on Kyle's to Patreon. Patreon. I know more reason you don't. Give him your money. <laughs> He's in a good mood today.
0: We got to keep yeah. that going. I'm in a good mood. To we got to keep that going. He's got to go to a lot of concerts too, so he needs money. That was my last one for a while. I got he like needs, two months off, so he needs he needs money. Yeah, he needs money. He bought a seven thousand dollar ticket to see what who's a tool. I said it was it was yeah it was like seven
1: or eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's seven thousand. I like my answer more. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a front, front, currency, front row 7, though. Thousand
0: yen front row tool circle so. of gold seven thousand
1: yen. Uh, pick your favorite world currency. Yeah. It was a lot. Um. Well, Ben, thanks again. And for those, that, you know, if you're listening to this, honestly, thank you so much for doing yeah, so. Merry
0: Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy, happy Han- holidays. holidays. Have a great Happy New Year. I hope you're having a great holiday. I hope your family members aren't pissing you off too much. If you yeah. listen to us, we love you.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, and if, if you do listen to us, feel free to reach out. Yeah, tell yeah, tell us what you out. thought of these give movies. Us give out. us a shout out. We uh we we love it. So we'll we'll talk next week. See bye ya. Bye.